Blog Talk Radio.
know what time it is. It is Tuesday at 8 o'clock, and it's time for Scoop Radio. I don't know if it was just me or what, but for some reason, <laughs> this song seems extra crunk tonight. Like, I don't know. I was I had, like, a, a totally different type of swag attached to the intro song today. I don't know. It might have just been just me. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but as always, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for spending your Tuesday evening with us here at the Scoop. Um, we are an interactive show. We love conversing with you. So, as always, if you would like to join the conversation because it is going to be hot tonight, uh, please give us a call at 949-477-2304, dial number one, press number one to let us know that you've got a comment that you'd like to share online, and then listen for the last four digits of your phone number so that you know it's you. Um, but, yeah. It's going to be a lit show, so I'm not going to ramble on and on tonight. I've got Wynn uh, on the sidelines, ready to get ready for news. How are you this evening, Wynn? I'm doing well. How are you doing tonight? I am good. Doing really, really well. Uh, and, of course, we have <laughs> – you see I'm trying to get on with it, right, my bad? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Go for it. All right, and then we've got Kill. Pulling in on the uh, on the back here, ready for hot topic, and they Andre with his scenarios. I just cannot wait yeah. to hear how we delve into this yeah. hot topic this evening. But how you doing, sis? I'm doing okay. I'm over here a little little flustered, trying to get my life together. You know this technology today. Sometimes, right? Sometimes. We have to my life. Life. Y'all got to, to bear with me tonight. <laughs> but, I, is it right where you are? What'd you say? Right, is it raining over there on your side of town? Yeah. We got a little okay. rain going. It's so I'm over here half asleep. But <laughs> right. <laughs> we're going to get it together. All right. We are all locked and loaded and ready or getting ready to uh, go for this evening. So I'm going to let Wynn go ahead and get into the news for this evening. Go and give it to us, bro. What's first? All right, and the news. So first up, um, last as you guys know, this past Saturday, Brett Kavanaugh, after months of uh, foolishness and whatever else you gonna call it, um, was sworn in to be um, the ninth uh, chief just or excuse me, Supreme Court justice. Um, the article I posted talks about really uh, the title of bitter. It's called bitter by. It says bitter partisan battle wounded Kavanaugh and the and the Supreme Court. Uh, he he's joined. Um, so the article says um, in the second paragraph, it talks about the tougher question is um, how months of partisan warfare will affect the court's image. Can the justices convince the public that their solidified five to four split with conservative Republicans uh, nominated justices on one side and liberal Democratic appointed justices on the other side is any different from the 50 to 48 vote across the street in Congress that elevated Congress. Um, I, yeah, so I guess what I'm interested in with this article is what are your thoughts on um, Congress's, excuse me, not Congress's, but uh, the Supreme Court justices' image? Do you think that the Kavanaugh situation has changed the image of the Supreme Court justice? Uh, in the eyes of the American public, um, I'll start with details. Um, that was a long question. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, ask the question again. You got the short neck. Has, has all of the stuff that happened with Kavanaugh, has it mm-hmm. ruined the image of the Supreme Court? Um. <laughs> <laughs> You know, well, it's gonna be a fun night. I, I have, <laughs> right. I, it's gonna be one of them nights. I have. Uh, I'm hating on the Supreme Court right now. Not even hating on them, but I, I just it left a bad taste in my mouth because I feel like to take the time to have a investigation and all this TV time and all that, I just feel like they were gonna give him the position. Um, they're saying yeah. that the vote was split. And that that may cause issues in the future. Mm. I mean, it probably will, but they're gonna sweep it under the rug, and the good old boys are gonna win anyway. So, yeah, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of BS to me. I, you know, whatever. Things will go on as they have been. Carrie, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> huh? what you think? Um, I don't think this necessarily changes my view of the Supreme Court in itself. It hasn't really mm-hmm. given me a chance. I'm struggling with this lip liner. Y'all in my lives seeing me rub my lips a lot. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but I don't think this changes my view of the Supreme Court yet. Um, they didn't really get much say in this for this for, for me to have much issue with them. This just added to the you know one more layer of frustration to this current government, our current administration, and those that allowed for this to happen. Um, but I don't, I, I, I didn't expect the, the Supreme Court in itself or even any individual member to really come out and take much of a super stand against any of it, whether it be the theatrics or him specifically as a candidate. Um, they're pretty, um, you know, like the, like the article said, they keep a pretty close rank in on each other. So, now that he's one of them, he's one of them. So, you know, I think it will still be – it leaves a lot to be said for future uh, judgment. But we've got judges who were appointed based on their, you know, liberal or conservative views already. And like they stated, they've had disagreements, but they've managed to still govern. So um, until they make just – think until they make just an outright, outrageous, you know, Ruling, I don't really have much issue with the Supreme Court specifically, but the government, oh yeah, one more notch again. <laughs> they're, they're, they've confirmed their space on my nerves <laughs> yet again. Okay, well, we're going to see. I, yeah, it didn't, I don't necessarily, I think that, yeah, pretty much I'd echo the same thing. It, it just made me feel, of course, that it was, it was going to happen anyway. It was, you know, it to me, it wasn't reinforced in. The, necess- the necessity for people to vote. Um, period. Yeah. That's really kind of what. Bottom line, it was look, we got to vote, um, and vote. You know, whether either way. And I'm not saying you got to vote Republican or Democrat, but you got to vote because this is not just about who who is the president, but it's about um, the decisions that the president gets to make. So, yeah. All right. Second story. Second story. Um, so last week. Um, also, uh, Chicago police officer Jason Van Dyke was found guilty of the murder um, of a 17-year-old Laquan McDonald. 
So Chicago police officer Jason Van Dyke um, has been found guilty of second-degree murder in the fatal shooting of Laquan McDonald. Uh, in 2004, Van Dyke shot the 17-year-old 16 times and claimed he feared for his life. Um, Van Dyke was also found guilty of 16 counts of aggravated battery with the firearm, which carries a sentence of 6 to 30 years in prison. Second-degree murder uh, sentences can range from probation to 20 years. Uh, Van Dyke was originally charged with first-degree murder, but the jury was able to consider second-degree murder, which Judge uh, Gagan explained as first-degree murder with a mitigating factor. Um, Deny, he also denied bail um, for Van Dyke, and so at sentencing he will have to be, he will have to turn himself in immediately. So, uh, Q, uh, Kels, what's your thoughts? Well, uh, yay! <laughs> That's not right. It's about time someone gets jail time or punished, uh, ruling against them for shooting, and you know to me, an innocent victim. Now, he said that he charged him with a knife and he was scared for his life, but what constitutes 16 times? 16 times. So you yeah. can get the well, knife. You go, I'm going to keep shooting till I shoot this knife. <laughs> shoot this knife. Yeah. But the video shows that the, uh, was he walking away from him? I think I remember reading that. No. He, was he wasn't even nowhere near him. He wasn't near him. Yeah. So yeah. he, uh, yeah. I'm glad that somebody finally got it right, and maybe people won't be so quick to to save their lives by, you know, ending another when you take on mm-hmm. that commitment of being a police officer. Maybe you'll, maybe they'll, their fear will let them use other tactics if they start getting locked up. So, okay. Q, what you think? Good. Uh, I second that. Yay! Like super yay. Um, it is about them. <laughs> <laughs> and especially with the details of this specific case, like it was time for um, some plain old justice to be served, where it was plain and simple and in your face, make it happen type thing. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm here for that, and I I want to I want us to keep the same energy because we've had others that have walked free with equal, if not more, um, evidence that it was some BS, and they are still free. Roman, footloose, and fancy So I think we need to keep this energy <laughs> moving forward, and hopefully we can put, you know, a stop to these continual cases like this because, yeah, yeah. You can take people in, you can arrest people, you can still do your job, but people need to be able to live to see the next day. This is just it's too much. I'm over it. Yeah, I think what, what for me, I think a couple of things. The first thing I, I thought was I wonder if there wasn't a video, would this outcome have still been? No. And no, and, no. The, and the and the fact that I had that I had to ask that question in itself is an issue. Um because if yeah, anybody who saw the video, you saw that there was he wasn't running at anybody. Not only was he not running at anybody, he was clearly some form you know, either top, either drunk or high. He was something he was not in himself, and you saw the officer, you saw Van Dyke pull up and just start shooting. Uh, and then you mm-hmm. saw him continue to shoot after he was already down. So with, I think, I wonder, without that video, had 
we gotten the same result, number one. Um, number two, I also am I'm also concerned because now there's I've been listening to the to the quote unquote other side of this and the other side has, has taken this whole you know, the whole uh woe is me now we can't now the police can't do their job argument and I'm thinking how do we how do and my response to that was do you really call what he did doing his job? Like the fact that you think that this was doing his job is a problem. Like that's a problem where if you think that because somebody is high drunk, whatever he was, running, evading the, the police, that that means that that was an occasion to shoot him and kill him the way that a police officer does lets me know that there is something totally, totally missing from. Well, I, from I think that they, people kept, um, they're they're quoting him because that's what he that's his main quote is oh I was doing my job and I'm not racist and blah 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 so I think people are the ones that are on his side are jumping on that side um, and saying that they think he was doing you know oh police police not gonna be able to do their job because there's no way to explain away shooting anybody 16 times as a part of your job like yeah, 16. Indigenous Peoples Day. 
Um, so the article says that there's a movement to abolish Columbus Day and replace it with Indigenous People Day. Um, it's gained momentum in some parts of the United States with Los Angeles in August becoming the biggest city to stop honoring the Italian explorer and instead recognize vi- victims of colonialism. Uh, Austin followed suit last week, joining cities including San Francisco, Seattle, and Denver, which has previously replaced the observance of Columbus Day with indigenous people. Uh, but the gesture to recognize indigenous people rather than Christopher Columbus, the Italian explorer, uh, who opened the Americans to European domination, has also prompted houses of outrage from some Italian-Americans uh, who say that eliminating their festival of ethnic pride is culturally insensitive. Um, can somebody help me with this one? I need, I'm need. i going to need some help. Um, yeah, can one of y'all help me with this one? Because I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm well, stuck on... Go ahead, Kel. What what you what is your stuff on? What's your stuff on? Why? How it? Why? Why would the Italian, the Order of the President of the Order of <laughs> Italian Sons and Daughters of America, knowing knowing the history of what happened, why would that be a problem to say? We're not going to honor somebody who really didn't, A, discover America, and then when they got here, first started by slaughtering to uh, at least three million indigenous people in the in the aisles and then worked their way up. So, like, why, why would we pretend, why would they be okay with, why, what's the problem? Um, well, I think their whole thing was just saying that, okay, this is someone that's Italian, that we've grown accustomed to celebrating and is celebrating one of our own. So I think that's their only argument. Um, I did know about the movement to um, make it the day of the indigenous from there's a a group in Oklahoma City and I I can't remember their name uh, but it's mostly Indians or uh, Native Americans and they just happen to have a group on our campus and so we learned a lot about what they were trying to do to abolish it and how other states had already stopped recognizing it because of the history that we know about it. So I don't think anybody would really understand, you know, since we know the history, we know what happened, why the Italians would, like, today was my first time learning about the Italians having this uproar against it. So, uh, <laughs> but I think they just jumped on a bandwagon. I'm like, because what? I mean, what what were y'all doing? I don't remember it just being like this big this big thing with Italian people. I mean, I know Italians. I just don't remember them being like, okay, we got to party for Columbus Day. I, I don't know. Yeah. That's something new. Well, yeah, I've never, I've never seen that either. But I think, yeah, I don't know. Go ahead, Keith. I don't know. <laughs> no, I didn't. I agree. I did not know that this was a thing for that particular group of people. We know that we've had quite a bit of conversation about the celebration of or the uh, recognition of, you know, indigenous people for quite some time, and that's come across in all kinds of different ways. So um, I think this is kind of bandwagoning for it to be this specific person, but, again, if you are for, I mean, this specific group, you know, um, but I think the sentiment is still the same as far as wanting to... be honest about our history or more honest about 
our history than than what we have been. But yeah, I did get a little chuckle when I realized I had to read it a couple times to realize exactly who we were dealing with here. <laughs> but right. yeah. when did y'all come hey. up in our Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and why? Like, why are you up in arms about this? Yeah. <laughs> and big man. About this, like. Anyway. <laughs> you like find another cause to go on to. I mean, they can't find. Find something. Yeah. yeah. Find something else. There's no no other one for them to go on. I'm sure it's plenty. I mean, I mean, again, if we look at the history of the country, Italian Americans weren't treated specific, you know, well when they first got here either. So I mean, that's, you know, that's fine. I get that that you want pride in where you where you come from, et cetera, et cetera. However, this particular one, we can't, you know, you want to celebrate the dude who came here to steal and kill. <laughs> You want to celebrate okay. the gangsters? It it came over in Debold, America. Okay, all right, okay, all right. <laughs> they need to make a movie. They need to make a movie about it so people can know what really happened. Because a lot of people probably don't know what really happened. Still, you know, they don't want to know. But if we put a movie out that shows, you know, him strong arming. <laughs> yeah, Native American, Indigenous people. Excuse me. Then maybe, maybe we'll understand right. it. Oh, we gotta move on. All right, <laughs> all right. Um, this <laughs> this segment was this segment was brought to you by the Level Up Conference. So the Level Up Conference um, is Global Drives Conference is going to be held August ninth through the eleventh, two thousand and nineteen, in Chicago. Um, uh, we still have uh, some tickets available, VIP and general admissions. Uh, this conference is going to be the conference that will help you level up in your faith, your family, and your finances. Plus, we're going to have a whole bunch of fun events that will that you will definitely enjoy. To get more information, go to our website um, and make sure when the pop-up comes up, uh, you uh, register for that, even if you don't register for the conference, so that way we keep you up to date. So the website is www.levelupchicago.com. That's www dot level up chicago dot com. Tonight's first song is uh, Ain't My Fault by Carolina Savage. Um, and after this song we're gonna get into the Scoop Nation hot topic with Kells. You don't want to go anywhere. This one's going to be very, very interesting. Um so again mm. Ain't My Fault by Carolina Savage and after this it's time for hot topic. We'll be right back on the Scoop Radio Show. Yeah. Walk that Carolina, can you see me? I'm blowing heavy dough, chilling with my own army. 
talking daily, so talking about some ape. I'm screaming heavy toast. Jimmy type of the spark the yoke. I'm screaming heavy smokers. Ain't my fault that you ain't bred from the street. Ain't my fault that you was flexing and we seen it. Ain't my fault that you got hit up like Tahiti. Ain't my fault that you ain't man enough to beat me. Ain't my fault that I'm the man when you see me though. Ain't my fault that they demand just to see me. Ain't my fault that I'm the man in your city though. Ain't my fault that Carolina made the city blow. It's that country. Back up on this country flow. In the city, it's a must, I gotta let them know. Best I play like you ain't heard about that jump out. That Vando open fits. Probably would have jump out what you talking about that action. Let me tell you why I'm snapping from the wood, people was cracking. Let me tell you how it happened, repping Eastside. G well, the CV talking 6 7 foes and GDs, no affiliation. What you talking, I'm syndicated, boy, you really hate it. You just mad cause I really made it, what you demonstrating? How to be the boss of the struggle, I'm connected in the hood and I really know how to hustle. Ain't my fault that I'm the man when you see me though. Ain't my fault that they demand just to see me. Ain't my fault that I'm the man in your city though. Ain't my fault that Carolina made the city blow. Dope man, dope man, dope man, yeah I brought the city hope man. You fool with my dough and they'll never see you float, float. Think that I'm with you. I'm the one that they call. Get the situation done quicker. If you don't know by now, everything that I do is intense. Ain't my fault that you ain't bred from the street. Ain't my fault that you was flexing and we seen it. Ain't my fault that you got hit up like Tahiti. Ain't my fault that you ain't man enough to beat me. Ain't my fault that I'm the man when you see me though. Ain't my fault they they demand just to see me. Ain't my fault that I'm the man in your city though. Ain't my fault that Carolina made the city blow. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it ain't that fault. <laughs> that was all right. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, Carolina Savage. I grew a little bit to it. So mm-hmm. that brings us to our next segment, which is hot topic, and we have a hot one for you tonight. If you are on the live, it is the pinned comment, so you can click on that and see the the actual hot topic post. Uh, hot topic is brought to you by Curvy Kitten Clothing, where self-reflection is perfection. If you would like some Curvy Kittens, you can go to www.curvykittens.com. Uh, I'll also post the link on the live. And we have a good sale going on now. It's cool and all, so you need you a hoodie. So all of our hoodies are on sale this week. So get over to Kirby Kitten and order you something. So let me read the scenario. And our hot topic comes from one of the from Scoop Nation's um, members, Mr. Andre Dowdy. And it says... Uh, <laughs> this is the scenario. It says, why am I wrong for inviting the mother of my child to live with my wife and I while her power is off? My wife is upset and doesn't seem to get why I invited them in. My ex-wife is still a good friend. She is a terrific mother. Her family lives three states away and all she has. We were young and immature and it just didn't work for us, but we both love our child together. I'm not a monster. I want her and our child safe. Why should they be punished because of a hurricane? 
My wife suggested that they all go to a shelter, and I'm not trying to hear that. If you were in my shoes, what would you do? And then there's a picture of, you know, the water up to the house. Car cover, so a serious, a very serious scenario. Um, <laughs> we had some some interesting conversation mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. about the scenario, and it was actually people on both sides. So I'm gonna go to Q first, and uh, what did you think about the scenario? What you I said, of course you do. <laughs> what what would you do in this situation? Mm. Uh, I don't know. Considering it's the circum, I would probably. Mm, I don't know. This one come on, was kind of come on, Q. Come on, come on Q. You can do it. <laughs> This one threw me because of the circumstance. Because initially I'm thinking, you know, if I wasn't here, you know, or if, if we lived somewhere differently, what would you do? If I was not right here, what would you do? But on the flip of that, I am here and I can do. So while it's not a permanent situation, it's not like taking on a bill or um, co-signing on something or there's nothing permanent attached <laughs> with the baby mama coming and being with the kids, and especially with the circumstances that he gave. They get along, you know, They, he, she's a good mom. They don't have any issues, blah, blah, blah. He is discussing it with his wife prior to proposing it. Now, should he push on it? If she says no, should he push? I don't think that would be in his best interest because her peace is priority considering that is her home. I can see where he would feel that whole it's my baby and all the other. The baby can come. Right. But, come on, baby. But you can come and all that. You know, but I, I don't think that you. that was, huh? I'm going to interrupt you because he didn't discuss it with his wife. He already, the, the, they there. He already invited them well, in. Well, he said so he, he didn't said they could go to a shelter. That was after they got there she suggested the shelter? That's what I'm, that's how I'm taking it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I gotta go back and read that because I thought he was suggesting it to his wife, and she said, "Why can't they go to a shelter?" And then he was like, "No, nah, I'm not here for that." If they're if they're discussing it prior to, and she still has the opportunity to say no, then I think he should, you know, they could discuss it. But if he just shows up with the kids at the house, he's wrong as two left shoes. You don't just bring the ex and the baby. The, the baby is not important. I don't care about the baby coming. The baby can come. She can stay for all I give a damn. I'm talking, you don't show up with your ex. I don't care how cool we are with her palette and her pillow and saying this is where she's going to be and I have no say in that. That would be an issue for me regardless of the circumstance. The lights could be off forever, and I don't care. you got to talk about that with me before she shows up. But, it, um, you know, I think that I would, if it were me, I would probably have a little wiggle room in that. I can understand why some women would be like, no, the baby can come and she needs to go somewhere else because that's just their home. That's how they rock. But um, knowing me, like I've had all kinds of people live on my live in my house, folks that I liked, folks that I didn't like all the time. So I could not see me justifying saying to my stepbaby, "Sorry, baby, mommy has to go stay in a in a place with strangers that she doesn't know, but you get to stay here and be comfy." Because I know how kids rock. That would not sit well with the baby. So that would probably bother. Me. Um, that's that's me. That's not. 
emergency, um, the husband would not have time to call the wife. He's saying emergency, Correct. no time to decide. Let me Correct. call my wife in first as we drown. And now, Dre, I love you, but that's not realistic. Because although things were just raining and it was all warm and fuzzy at that moment, if that were the case, you, sir, should be home with your family. You, why are you more, how are you closer to the baby mama and the baby than you are to the whole wife to communicate? You finna go get the baby mama and the baby and bring them to the house. You can communicate all this with them before picking up the phone or shooting the text and telling your wife that you bring it home to baby mama and the baby. That is not realistic. You would not roll up to the house with the queen. At the queen's house, you would not roll back up to the castle without at least sending some type of message to the queen saying, oh, girl, and the baby was coming. I don't believe that. <laughs> now, it you might know. be good to hear it, but I just don't believe that. I don't I don't think that's how that would happen. Yeah, if call he, in, right? If, if, call in. Call in. If he knew was going to be an issue, with the wife, then yeah, I can see a man doing that. He's not gonna call because he already knows the issue. <laughs> she gonna be like, okay, you get, what you get. If you avoid calling me because you know I'm gonna be pissed, then you get all this cussing when you come through. Y'all all get cussed. <laughs> Everybody getting cussed. <laughs> <laughs> Is Drake calling in? I think so. I hope so. <laughs> Our hot topic is going on, and we have the author of the scenario um, trying to call in. Uh, I'm going to read a couple of more Let's see, mm-hmm. responses. See, I can't answer for them because I don't know the nature of their relationship. Dude's interactions with the ex-wife may leave her leery of having the woman in the house. Also, even though him and the ex may be cool, her interactions and treatment of the current wife may not be too kosher. So I won't knock her for not wanting the woman in her house. Now, the child is a different story. Mm-hmm. Um, Joseph picked uh, in and said, man, you better call that woman. What do you say, man, you better call, call that wife. No man wants those problems. Yeah, hmm? call her. I mean, yeah. I just, I'm, call her. You better call her, man. Let's okay. Say, say, say okay. But if the wife... But even if you if you call the wife and she say no, what you gonna do? If you already got the mom, I mean, baby mom in the chair. It's, it's listen. We just gonna have to. You just, we gonna have to. I'm on the way. Like is that not at that point? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm on the way. Yeah. We we can argue about it when I get there. But at least mm-hmm. I didn't just show up and not tell you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's giving her yeah. time to process. Fussing at the wall. She's slamming shit around. She's doing all that. So she could get her classy, ready to go face on by the time y'all slide into the driveway. But you gave her that time to be semi-mad as opposed to I'm tearing down the walls mad when y'all come through the door. Yep. <laughs> you can do that, but you give her that, that chance to do that. You, cause there's no recourse when you don't give her that
so this this idea this idea came from me visiting South Carolina. I was there for an educational gig, and it was going to be canceled because Hurricane Florence was coming in. Uh, the elementary mm-hmm. school did not get damaged, but 45 minutes away, it was super flooded. Mm-hmm. And so I asked them, how did it flood? What's going on? They say they are right under sea level, but it was one small break in the levee. And the one small break is what started the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Now, three weeks later, three weeks later, that town still is flooded. Mm-hmm. So that that's what got me to thinking. Like in in the case of imagine a single parent, whether it be a man or a woman, imagine a single parent um, at the last minute not having family because they moved to a new city, they moved to a new area. They don't have very many friends because they just moved to a new area. And the only person they have or the only person that they, they know was their ex that they are no longer together. The ex has moved on, and that ex calls you who's happily married and said, help me, I have nowhere to go, it's flooding. In that moment, I'm not going to say, oh, I appreciate you calling me. I know we're in a hurricane. Uh, you've got cell service. Let me stop for a moment. Let me call my wife to check with my wife first. No, nah, that's got to be an executive decision right then and there because I'm thinking safety first. I'm not thinking about, oh, this is my ex-woman. I want to have sex with a lady. We can menage or something. No, no. I'm thinking in that moment of that flooding, in that second, she is in danger. Our child is in danger. Come mm-hmm. my way. If you get stuck in the flood because the, the, the streets get flooded, Come this direction. I will be there to help you. So that's why I put in there, mm-hmm. I'm her only hope. You got to, the, the, the wife or the spouse or the partner, they got to swallow the bullet for whatever. They got to swallow that sword. If, if they're offended, if they're nervous, if they're scared, insecurity, whatever it is. In that moment, the man's job is safety first. Mm-hmm. And then the, the repercussions of that, is what's actually happening in South Carolina right now. Uh, there's some, some spots in South Carolina where the insurance people, their building was flooded. So all of that information that was at that local place was gone. And so now they're giving the runaround and doing the runaround, and they're calling it an act of God, which by law perhaps is not insured as much as some of the other things. So all of these things are happening while the person has no, no place to live. So, here, here, here's for me, thing. Here. go for it. So, so, even in that scenario, you hang up the phone and you make that call. Hey, this is what's no, going on. No, you can't do that. Can't uh, do that. You have, you, when you get off the phone with your, with, your, with your baby mama, even after you've made the executive decision, <laughs> you, tell, you still pick up the phone or text your, your wife and say, hey, this is, this is what's up. I'm going to meet them. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought place, you were saying. And we on the road. Yes. Okay. I thought you were saying hang up the phone on her and then ask the wife. And if the wife say no, then they can't come. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you I'm on that. Saying that. No, no. I'm saying, yeah, at that point, you still, if you make an executive decision, 
at that point, again, you're making your executive decision based off past history, you know, between you and your wife, all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, you still need to let her know this is the executive decision. Yeah. I agree there. I agree there. Yep. And if they don't like each other, right, if, if, absolutely. If they don't like mm-hmm. each other, they're just not going to like each other for these three or four days. Right. I'll keep the peace. I'll make sure there's food for everybody. I'll I'll love my wife more. I will hug her and do all the cakes so she knows that I'm not trying to hit on the ex. I'll make sure that there's some boundaries there, some clear boundaries. You know, I'll mm-hmm. I'll set expectations and make sure that the house is in order. But I, there's there's no way in the way. When I was reading how they were like, she needs to go to a hotel or she needs to go to a shelter, I'm saying there's no way in the world. That is heartless, in my opinion. That, yeah, that is heartless. I'm not doing it. I want to respond to what you just said. As far as the whole validating that there's nothing going on between you and the baby mama, I don't think that a lot of women now, I'm not going to speak for all women, especially those who comment in the scoop, because there's no telling where we were in the moment when we were talking about this in the scoop. But I think right. for Speaking as a wife, I don't think the frustration or even the tension would be so much in this situation wrapped up in thinking that you're going to go back and forth with her and this, that, and the third. Because the most wives that I know, if there's a thought that you're going to have any chance of going back or any any desire to go back and be with the baby mama, I'm not going to be the wife. So I don't think that's really the frustration or even the pain point. It's the respect factor that comes in that. If, and, and, again, you didn't go into detail as far as it, what their relationship was like. You went into great detail about how the, the, the baby mama and father were dealing with each other, but you didn't tell us how the two women dealt with one another. But assuming that all things are equal and all things are great, it's a whole matter of you cannot show up with another person, especially someone with this much history tied to our family as a whole without first consulting me if I am your wife. So even if there was a frustrating couple of days, it's because you still have not addressed like you disrespected me by bringing her and not including me in that situation. So I don't think it's so mm-hmm. much of a, I think you're going to be sneaking in the couch or in the kitchen with the Like most women are so past right. the point. You know, I don't think that's the thing. It's that you cannot disregard my presence here by bringing her here because y'all made a baby. You also know you made a wife. <laughs> you know you got a wife now, so you have to balance those things. I just wanted to say that for those people thinking that most women are mad because they think there's something going on. I think for most women, that's so far away from the thought process. Now you're not going to disrespect me because she has your child. That becomes the price to be wise baby mom. respect and I think, well, maybe that's what my confusion is, because I don't see the disrespect when it comes to safety. In other words, no, no, the, way I, look, the way I look at it. No, not consulting me, not at least giving me the courtesy of, I know this is going to piss you off, but we on the way. You know, I know, babe, I know we didn't talk about this, but I wanted to let you know I'm bringing the kids to the house. That is a common courtesy that you should afford your wife in that type of situation. But then, are you going to be safe when the water goes away? You'll be safe. 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 You'll be safe
spirit this house mm-hmm. and that water That's right away on that whole thought process. <laughs> See, to me, I, I compare that, uh, and, and just to rebut, you know, respectfully, I compare that to uh, being, like, at a high school and a shooting happened. I'm not saying, oh, no, let me just let me just protect my wife and my kids as a teacher, as a man. I'm trying to protect everybody in that situation. Even though my wife and my kids are the priority, I am also looking out for my neighbors. Uh, and to me, it goes back to the village thing. I'm not looking at it as a, like, you see some of the pictures of Florence and of Katrina. People died because of flooded waters. And and if exactly. my, my conscience, my conscience, I, I would, yeah, my, my conscience would, would be dead. Thank you. If, if uh-huh. I knew that I let my, my, if I knew that I let any person, whether it be a neighbor uh, to me, it's the same thing as, as the tornado that happened today. If I got a storm shelter, I'm not just saying it's for me. It's only for me if, and my, if, and my, if, my yeah. Anybody, yeah. My, my wife, my, my mother-in-law, my brother-in-law, my uncle, whomever, my neighbors, the, the, the homeless man on the street coming and getting a shelter because there's an L5 coming or, or whatever it was. But that that's just <laughs> my mindset. I, I know it's not everybody's mindset that way. Um, that that's tough. That this one had me chewing, y'all. This one had me chewing for a while. Just to kind of just to even up the conversation, I think that that was the the point of the exercise. You know, as far as if it is an emergency situation, can you put away the rules of the house? The, the the code of conduct, the the level of respect. Because I'm just thinking about it. When I'm just busy on, on days, I may have had the phone ready to call to warn, you know, my family at home or my roommate or something that somebody's coming over and it just forgot because we're doing other stuff because it's an emergency. I'm doing other stuff. I'm trying to help this person pack the stuff in the car or something like that. And it just may just be a, a circumstance. Can you put all that aside when it comes to a state of emergency? I think to me that was, uh, you know, I mean that's the question that's at hand. I don't think yeah. it's semantics of warning somebody or, you know, that um, would be the purpose of just saying, can you put all of that aside? All of that aside, if it's something that's mm-hmm. a, a state of emergency. Mm-hmm. So here's a follow-up question for you all, because I'm sorry I'm taking up all your time. And I'm sure you guys got more topics. So let's say ex-wife does or ex-partner does come. How long are mm-hmm. you all giving them? How until many days? Safe. How many hours? Until it's safe for them to leave. I mean, yeah, until it's safe. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Until they... I don't know. I'm going to put a list on there. I'll be like, uh. Just <laughs> 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 like that Then you may have to move on to, you know, a hotel or something. You know, we we can't just camp out for three, three, four months if there's an issue. I'm just thinking of the scenario that there's an issue between the the wife and the baby mom. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I asked that question to follow up because that that came down to real life, uh, real life for a family that I know where a family had to move out of a difficult situation from one state, mm-hmm. and they came and lived with another family in Oklahoma. And they just mm-hmm. said, just come, get out, just get out the way. Just I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're safe. But once when they got here, they were like, we're just not going to throw you out. We need you to, you know, let's find a job together. Let's create a resume. Let's blah, blah, blah. Let's find these two. Let's, it ended up being six months. Now, are mm-hmm. we as as families, are we as really close friends? Are we as 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 just human beings? Are we willing to make that sacrifice to help another person win? And that's another two, because cause some of us are like, yeah, we're conditioned. Two weeks, you out. Yeah, we're conditioned. One week, you out. For me, sure. I'm I'm now at that point, and and maybe that's just kind of where <laughs> I am in all. For me, if if I need you to stay with me for four to five months so you can get your money and so you can make sure that you have enough so when you are launched back into the world, you're winning and not struggling, I think I'd make that sacrifice. No questions asked. If I liked them or if I didn't like them, if it was a rough road. Because, I mean, what's the use of them getting that settlement and then going right back into the world and then going right back into the struggle? But that's just me right, where I am now. We got two minutes left. So let me let me let me ask let me flip this question real quick. So Kells Go ahead. and Q. Kells and Q and, and, and Dre. This was flip like they talked about on the post and this was the baby daddy of the of the wife. Is this the same do, so Kells and Q, do you believe that your that the men that men would have the same response? And Dre, would you have the same response if it was the baby baby daddy? Okay. Ladies first, go ahead. Uh, I don't think it would be the same response if it was a baby daddy. Now, my response would stay the same, but I don't think okay. I just don't think everybody would. I don't think everybody. I don't think the men would respond the same if it was another man coming to live there. Nope. I don't either. I think men are hard on men, and they would say, "I knew better get his shit together." Like you got your right. <laughs> 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 hey, what's that? I'm just saying, that's how feel. They would think he'd be all right at the shelter. He'd be okay, whatever. You know, he'll be all right. I I agree with Kills. I would think I wouldn't want anyone out there. There's some. I got somebody at my house right now. Like I've been, there's been room at my end for a few months now. Okay, so you know, as far as folks coming, I mean, I I fell Trey on that whole come in and get back together and get on back out on your feet. So like I can't speak to not being willing to do that. But from when posed that way. I don't think the average man would be as willing to allow the baby daddy to come in and get his life back together in a hurricane or whatever. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The average man, possibly not. I do believe that the circumstance changes if that man had the kid. If that man had sole custody of that child. And that man he said, said look. Come. He sounds just like mm-hmm. over us. He said that baby can come, but he got to go. Men, y'all are No, no, no. You no. are saying both of them. For, for me, for me, <laughs> oh, for okay. me, I would invite both of them to come and say, 
because the kid is used to daddy. The kid has been living with daddy. Daddy and the kid, that, that's a bond, and I wouldn't want to break that bond. I'd be like, hey, let's work this out. And then, just in my honest, men can put things, can put differences to the side in a heartbeat and work for the greater good. Men, men won't side-eye every morning on the way to work or whatever. Men, men with, yeah, I'll, I'll stop there. As long as men think with like this. Put, put it like this. I'm gonna say this right now. If if he walking around there looking like uh, if he walk if he walking around there looking like uh, uh like Denzel, but but swolled up like you know like you know what I mean, then yeah, we'd be like, ah, like this dude Moore. got some show. But if if you know if he you know if he looking like Michael B. Jordan or something walking well, you know whatever, that, <laughs> then yeah, I think dudes would be like, bro, you Even, have to hurry up and get get out. But, but even would. even if he, God, even if he looking like Michael B. Jordan, she with me. She she in my bedroom at night, and yeah, I'm well, and and at night I'm gonna make sure that dude here that he's not with me. I hear you. I hear you. I mean that's, that's how me and you think, but I'm telling you now. Yeah. Okay, Michael B. Jordan. Michael oh, yeah. be walking around the house with no shirt on, no boots, gonna be like, "Bro, you got the goat. You gotta go." He talking about coming out the shower with his towel. His towel. Let me get. Let me put. Yeah. Look, he's gonna come out. Didn't that that all right, let's yeah. go to the house and build you a new house real quick. That's how I think most dudes will go. Yeah. All right, we got to go. We over time. Thank you, man. Awesome, awesome, awesome scenario. Awesome scenario. Appreciate you all. Great show as always. Glad I can be here to support you all. Appreciate you. See you later. I ain't Michael B. walking around. I got it. I got it. Michael B. better go. No, anyway. Okay, we got Jenny. I'll be waiting for a for him. He ain't got nothing in there for nobody to figure out. <laughs> you ain't heard uh, Better days by time. Better days by time. <laughs> Young and Duke Trying to keep my faith to smoke the pain away. I'm moving on and hope to learn from my mistakes. I gotta maintain and pray for better days. Trying to keep my faith to smoke the pain away. I'm moving on and hope to learn from my mistakes. I'm proving to myself that I'm gonna make a change. I gotta maintain and pray for better days. Trying to keep my faith and smoke the pain away. I'm moving on and hope to learn from my mistakes. I'm proving to myself that I'm going to make a change. If your pocket's empty, there's no need for complaining. You control your actions, realize it and change it. I'm hungry for success and I'm getting impatient. Demanding what I need, so give me my payment. I'm trying to make it out, no rent or late payments. Building me a savings, so I watch no vacation. 
Man, I'm on my grind, he was over famous. Can't be wasting time, they send me to chase it. Grab my blood in me, authentic, no faking. Out of sight, out of mind, can't build me no cases. Moving back to Minnesota, then heading to Vegas. Trying to get my life right for me and my baby. I gotta maintain and pray for better days. Trying to keep my faith to smoke the pain away. I'm moving on and hope to learn from my mistakes. I'm proving to myself that I'm gonna make a change. I gotta maintain and pray for better days. Trying to keep my faith and smoke the pain away. I'm moving on and hope to learn from my mistakes. I'm proving to myself that I'm gonna make a change. It's a lot to go around, there's no need to be hating. I'm just in my own lane, cause people be faking. Broke opinions ain't worth it, so how can it change me? Had to understand that this just comes with the game. Can't let them knock my focus, no time for the hopeless. Every day I'm on a mission, ambition get boasted. I'm confident and I'm humble, used to eat with roaches. I came up off hot plates. When the stove was broken, moving on to better things, I changed my lifestyle. Every day I think about my life before the lifestyle. Mainly cause I see the difference in my choices now. Shorten up my circle, keep around me who important now. Purple haze, got me staying through a clear view. If you're trying to move on, leave your past up in your rear view. Gotta keep a banger cause these pigs trying to kill you. We getting smarter, that's the reason why they fear you. I gotta maintain and pray for better days. Trying to keep my faith and smoke the pain away. I'm moving on and hope to learn from my mistakes. I'm proving to myself that I'm gonna make a change. I gotta maintain and pray for better days. Trying to keep my faith and smoke the pain away. I'm moving on and hope to learn from my mistakes. I'm proving to myself that I'm gonna make a change. <laughs> All right. Like that. That was Pretty Days by Tone. Is that new music, Lynn, or have we played that no. before? We played that before. Okay. I like that. I'm here for yeah. it. Here, here for it. <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. but because I always forget, I want to go ahead and get this out of the way on the front end of this here segment. <laughs> this segment is brought to you by Elegance by Design, where healthy hair and skin is our priority, but a beautiful you is always our specialty. You can check us out at elegancebydesignwithaz.com and get all of your sexy shea butters and tingle toes and all that sexy goodness uh, for your hair and skin today. All right, so... <clears throat> Like I said, if you caught my video earlier today, uh, cluing everyone in as to what we were discussing tonight, you must have been under a rock. If you have not seen the clip of Tina Knowles um, discussing her love with her new husband, it's Richard, right? Mm-hmm. Richard Lawson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so for those of you who have not seen it, I will give you a quick 
uh, recap. So there is a show on OWN, Oprah's Network, where uh, called Black Love, where they have been interviewing uh, couples that are celebrities and um, prominent, all kinds of stuff, black couples who have been together forever and a day. They discuss the truth about it, um, the, how they would stand, some of the trials and tribulations, et cetera, et cetera, that you experience being a longstanding black couple. Well, in that conversation um, Tina and Richard are having, she some she says that this man, is um, he has a lot of the qualities that she has prayed for. They're very compatible. She's pretty she's complimenting her man, but in that she speaks on his how he's not perfect, and um, in that he says that you know he's not a perfect man or something to that degree. And then he goes, "Oh, I'm not perfect." And then she makes this. She kind of rolls her eyes and looks at him like, "Boy, please," and says, "No." And then goes on with her with her comment. Well, <clears throat> this particular expert of this interview has taken social media by storm. Um, it took mm-hmm, it has caused all mm-hmm. It has caused all kinds of chaos within Scoop Nation, specifically. And as I see it scroll through my timeline, it is we're talking about it all over. So I have seen everything <laughs> from she needs to, you know, we wouldn't be surprised if he was, you know, divorces her. Um, she's been disrespectful. This is why she lost her first husband when he cheated and all the other things. Yeah. Yes, there's oh, been yeah, all kinds of right now explaining why she's not a good wife and all this other stuff. And then on the flip of that, it, um, and this is men and women alike, have had mixed reviews about this particular conversation. I've seen some women say that um, that kind of mm-hmm. agree, like I kind of feel like I do. Uh, I think I she told oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all kinds of reckless behavior behind this conversation, honey. All kinds of reckless behavior. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. But I think he, I think we are being way more sensitive than he is even in this situation. I don't My, know. I don't, I don't know. Kid. I don't know. Uh, I Lord, here we go. Know. Here we go. That's right. <laughs> so that's my thing. I, I think we as, as outsiders are blowing this out of proportion. And I will further mm-hmm. explain later on because I've kind of talked too long now. Wynn obviously disagrees. He sees that there is some merit in the way that this is going down. Um, yeah. So, Wynn, because you've been the oh. most vocal, I'm going to let you tell us your two cents oh, right now. What do you think about this situation? I'm going to start right there. I, don't, I, I'm a, I uh-uh. think that he. Yeah. What? What you. Uh, what you. Uh-uh. Maybe Go ahead. Uh, so I think he, I think he felt he really, his feelings was really hurt by that comment. And I think he, in the moment, didn't know how to, pro- like he, if you look at it, he was really trying to process, like, he had that look on his face, like, am I am I getting punked? What, what is she saying? Like, if, if you look at his facial expressions, <laughs> he's clearly uncomfortable by this moment. And does not know how to respond or how to to, to what he's saying, to what she's saying. Clearly, he's why? Wrong. Why? I, I is he uncomfortable with here and he's not perfect? I disagree. I, I think he was doing it for the cameras, like, like for real. That's why she was like, "Uh, no." You can tell that that to me. I felt like that was the type of banner banter they had. Mm-mm. I don't think. And it he was is- like that maliciously. 
I think he was making them faces for the camera. And then the shade room took that and got y'all all up in uproar because yeah. they put they out. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. He was uncomfortable. He was uncomfortable. Clearly, his brother was uncomfortable. He was uncomfortable. <laughs> it wasn't clear. He had the, he had the look. He had the, he he looked up like oh he had to look like. Hmm. He leaned his head back. He put the finger on the on the chin like hmm. He was uncomfortable. Maybe about go back and watch this on mute just for the body language. Go back. Go back. Go back. Just watch his face. He looks uncomfortable. Clearly. So my question for you is. Why is that her fault that he is uncomfortable hearing that he is imperfect? Why is that now her issue that he has an issue with his grown self hearing <laughs> from his now second wife that he is imperfect? Because, Why is that her problem? Because in this moment, and this is the only this is the only comment I put on the post was this is not this TV show, this Black Love TV show. <laughs> That's going to be seen by millions of people. Again, the man knows he's not unperfect, first of all. He knows he's not perfect, period. However, in this moment, this show creates somewhat, not completely, because they do do a pretty decent job of talking about some of the realities of marriage, but there is a level of fantasy that you want to create in this moment this we're so good. My first marriage was bad, and and this one is so good. And he didn't know how to take what she says. He didn't know if whether she was if she was bringing him down. If she like it was just uncomfortable. Again, she didn't say anything. In my opinion, it wasn't that she was a whore like she's horrible for saying. It was just not the like. Yeah, he was not comfortable. He wasn't comfortable. I nope. just watched it again. I just watched it again right now while you was talking. And it's not that bad. The man bit his nails and they put, they took that. They said to act like the man's world was crushed. I can't believe, I can't believe the type of manly men that be on these posts talking about men as ten peeps. Oh, uh, that's gay. Ah, uh, they weak. You talking all this talk, and you telling me this man about to cry because this woman said that he ain't perfect. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, not sure. I'm not buying yeah. it. If Shade would have put a different spin on it, everybody would have been thinking about it differently. Y'all not to talk about mama knows like that. You're not supposed to do well, it. Again, I'm not suggesting. I'm not suggesting that she was like it was that bad. But I'm saying in the moment. <laughs> In the moment, my brother, yep. I look extra uncomfortable about that statement. He looks uncomfortable. Wilbur, go ahead and look at it. I'm looking at it right now. I will go back. If we can, we can do a live after this and go back and look. I want you to go back and do it in slow motion. It's not that bad. If Shane Rule would have put that. <laughs> all he did was he, he turned and looked just like you would do. It, why, why, how you probably looking at me right now even though I ain't there? How we just have a banter. We know we're not really, you know, mad at each other, but like, what? This uh-huh. is like, okay, so you going to say that? All right, I got you. Then he leaned back and bit his nails. It was not that yeah. bad. 
I'm not again. I'm not suggesting that she she made like a, a, a error, a huge error. But I'm saying he looked uncomfortable. He looked super <laughs> uncomfortable in that moment. Period. That's, that's that's all I'm saying. I ain't saying she was extra wrong. I'm just saying he was uncomfortable, and he did not know how to process what she was saying. He looked like. He looked like, and, I, and my comparison in conference would be like how a, a woman would feel if we are somewhere, and you know how if, if y'all somewhere, and a man at least pops this, like if you your woman is wrong, you don't check her, you don't check her in front of other people. Like you might know mm-hmm. you're wrong, but we don't check you in mm-hmm. front of other people. Like that's it's that level of the, of of uncomfortableness is how he looks. That's the same level of uncomfortableness that that brother feels in this moment. And I feel you. I understand what you're saying. I just don't. I just don't think he. I want to hear his side. I just don't think he was feeling like that. I think he's going to hear his side. Yeah, go hear his side. (laughs) Unless they get divorced. Unless they get divorced, you will not hear his side because he knows that the proper answer is. Oh, we were just, it was no big deal. I just looked like that because blah, blah, blah. He will throw off of the, because he has to protect her because he knows that it's become a thing. But we're not going to hear his side, his honest opinion on that, unless they get divorced. Okay, so we are going, okay, so I have a, mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm struggling with this. I'm really, mm. like, I'm, Super struggling with this because you guys know how big I am about text and tone and about saying things in their proper timing and their proper place and all of that. But on the flip of that, <clears throat> I also have to take into context context of the rest of this conversation that was said in totality. That's we have it. stopped on this one sentence that she says, like I just read, and I'm going to be true to my life. <clears throat> Will just said she made him look like she is doing him a favor by being with him. Whereas in that one <laughs> sentence, we are removing that. We have deduced that she is now making him look like he is less than for being with her. Wait, because she said these three, four words and just and, and was like, boy, please, and kept moving. But no, all no. of the rest that she said said how much they are compatible, how he is actually who she's prayed for and is a better fit for her, how she's happy, how she's like, have we totally disregarded all of the other positives she said because he said he was not perfect, the most obvious obvious thing that you can say about another human being is you're not perfect. That's what we're harping on. Joseph says that brother's soul was crushed. He went home and cried. 
I guarantee. Dre says uh, one thing that did happen during the show was he was asked what was the toughest uh, thing he had to learn, and he replied that she is going to do what she wants to do, and I'm still getting used to that. So I think I think both of those comments or those responses, excuse me, um, her saying that, the whole, what Kelly, what you were just saying, again, I don't think anybody is, I can't, I'm not, I'm not speaking about, I'm not suggesting that this is a, like, fireable offense that she's going, that she was dogging him and all that stuff. But I do think that her, that, first of all, the way she said it, that she gave him the, the Negro please look, and just his response, <laughs> just let it be known. He was just uncomfortable. Dude was uncomfortable with that. He was uncomfortable. Richard Richard Lawson went from in that moment went from I feel like I'm king of the world to I mean he, I he ate some humble pie. I feel he, he ate some humble pie, and that's okay. I mean it's okay. It's just it's just on on that in that moment it's not a comfortable feeling. In that moment you want you you as the man to come off feeling like I'm the man. And you want your wife to come off looking like she the woman. And in that moment, <laughs> Bro Lawson was not the man. <laughs> he was a good dude in that moment. I mean, but you have to think about what she was talking about, too. She was trying to get her point across to women that she found love at an older age. And so she was like, I prayed for this. I did. I, I got pretty much that. Yeah. I, yeah, I can agree and say, yeah, it might have been a little tacky, but no, you keep saying you don't think it's that bad. Enough, but what we're saying is the consensus from other people. I don't see Paul saying, I see why she got cheated on by a first husband. He needs a divorce. Mm-hmm. Right? He needs, I yeah, mean, like she depends him on the on the interview. Yeah. I'm like, where is she getting uh-huh. all this extra from? <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying she did all of that. I mean, I'm not saying she did pants for him. I'm not. I'm not saying I don't know nothing about why Matthew did what he did. I don't know, it, but I, I know that in that moment, Richard Lawson, the guy who we used to seeing on the soap operas and thinking, oh, he the man, he could probably get like that's like, you know, like he he the man. He ain't the man no more. Like, mm-hmm. He's just a normal. He's a normal dude now, David. You know, and that's that is so. That is so like the normal dude. She said. She so said. Then, I mean, and, and listen, she said, "I prayed, and and I and I and I asked the Lord for this, this, and this, and I got most of it." I mean, it was like, "Dang, I got most of it." <laughs> like she was like, "Okay, wow, all right, Tina, all right." I've learned a lot. I'm just going to say, I've learned <laughs> a lot in the breakdown of this conversation. I really, really have. Because the way that we, you, you, mm, mm, you guys are funny. But then I do not see how you all will not, like, I don't get how. You in all other situations, you can you can be object. You can see the flat out. You want truth. You want honesty. You want someone that you can. Y'all get it. Y'all get the real and the raw, uncut often. 
okay, and think we should just be here for it, okay, and it's to grow us and to help us be better and prepare us and all this other stuff for the right whatever, you know, because we all want to be with all men, you know, whatever. But to hear something that is so basic of information, even though, and, like, it's like, did you forget why you were here? Like, the whole premise of the show was to show honest black love, to, to take away mm-hmm. the, the fantasy of what people think it is and to show what it really is, how you can get along standing with standing love. And because of that, like, to see reg- the people, the, the intended target, to see the men and women responding to truth in this matter baffles the hell out of me because that was what the show was for. And it, it shows flat out we don't want truth. We want warm and fuzzy fantasy is what this sounds like. We've never wanted, when we're watching TV, we've never wanted truth. We want oh, fantasy. Wow. wow. We want <laughs> fantasy. We want fantasy. Yeah. People want fantasy. They don't want to see that marriage is people, hard. They don't want to see that people, people fight. They want to see the fantasy. shade room. People want whatever the shade room tells them they want whatever blog talk. Because <laughs> if this would have been framed a different way, it would have been totally different. Yeah. Look at this chair between this mature couple. Yep, yep. And y'all can think this is cold. This is the truth I want. I want a woman that's going to love me, imperfections and all. That would have been the whole thing yeah. on this damn thing. Uh-uh. 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 No, it ain't what they said. It's not what Shade Room told us she said, so that's what we heard. Right. It would have been because gold. It would have been totally different. Totally different. Agree, Kim. Totally different. Some of these same people who are here hollering about how disrespectful and if he would have called her fan mm-hmm. If somebody, you said a woman looks back at the dress, all these scenarios, y'all the main one that was just on this same show was about about a couple months ago when we had a, is truth, you know, is there a, a way to tell the truth or whatever we had, talking about mm-hmm. different ways about the truth and how people mm-hmm. are rude and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, oh no. Don't sugarcoat oh. the truth. Ooh, tell me, don't sugarcoat the truth because the yeah, truth is the truth. That's a lie. I've been telling you People do not and want y'all to y'all Y'all ready to crucify? Y'all ready to crucify? Because she said this man is not. Look, dear Tina, we got to go. Dear Tina, I don't think you should be crucified. I just think next time when you on TV, let the man man live. Let let the man live with y'all on TV. (laughs) Yeah. Let him live. We love you, Mama. Be true to yourself. Be all right. Be all right. Be all right. But just don't tell him. Don't, don't. Don't, yeah. But, yeah. All right, we got to go. That was fun. That was, <laughs> oh, that was a good segment. Thank you. I just want, I I just want to give a, I just want to give a man a hug. I wanted to give, I ain't going to lie, man, I'm gonna go, I wanted to give a man a hug. We, we got four minutes over here. Wimper try to take, Wimper try to take, try to tear me down. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm trying to make sure I don't get trouble. You know, Kels be, Kels be, Kels be hitting me up with the time. I'm sorry. I'm trying to make sure I don't get in trouble. I'm sorry. No, we have plenty of time. Plenty of time. <laughs> but Shante said, said he'll be all right. He probably was all right when they got home. I, I bet she gave him a look. She knew she needed to make up for it. 
<laughs> so I, you know, just it was funny to me because I was talking about this particular subject with my two besties, with Kelly and Michelle, because I was talking. They know my frustration with this conversation since it first launched from the first time I had this. So and I told them this was our topic. We had a good laugh about my reaction to this. But we discussed how <laughs> if she would have went along with the fantasy and said how perfect he was and how he was everything that she asked for, and then she ended up in another Matthew situation where he cheats or there's a side baby or there's whatever, you know what I'm saying, that he shows out to be imperfect then the people would have been like, well, what was all that perfect she was talking about? Wasn't, didn't, wasn't he this wonderful man, blah, 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 blah? See, that we'd be lying, holding these men up, blah, 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 blah. Why mm-hmm. they're supposed to let them tear her down? That's mm-hmm. Beyonce's mom. So, like, when we give truth, like, you know, we're damned if you do, damned if you don't. So, like, we never know. So her holding, owning that truth and saying, regardless of his imperfections, I still love the hell out of this man, and I'm happy that I am with this man. We like thing to me how we are situational with our feelings and our sentiments on these things when regarding me, the things I, that we ask for. We ask for this. Let me say this. I don't. I don't think had she have said what you just said, we wouldn't be having this conversation. She did. She did. She did. Had she said, had she said, in that moment, he's not perfect, but I love all his imperfections. Okay. He's everything that I pray for. He's just about everything that I pray for. Is not saying that. You know the stuff that we as women pray for. Do you know how detailed Beyonce's mama got on her second husband? Do you know the detail that woman probably had as Beyonce's old mama for I, her second husband at the end of her life? I hear you. Okay. I hear you. I'm just telling okay. you that in that in that statement alone, that part of that statement is what made her again. Y'all heard? I'm gonna say it again. She it's was just like not. Biden approved, he did We're not, not commit a cardinal sin. However, again, I just think that part of the statement is what confused. There is no however. <laughs> <laughs> We know Eve did the apple. We know Eve did the apple, but that does not mean we can't say that our men are perfect. I don't understand. And again, we don't no, want you. I got period. you. We don't want you. We don't want to see ugly truth in relationships. We don't. We do not no. want to hear ugly or see ugly truth in relationships. We want. We want the fantasy that there are no arguments. That it, that we're going to find something that's easy. That we going That's the fantasy we want, and that's not the reality. Well, that's been the real (laughs) subject this evening. Thanks for joining our real conversation about about how we are not here for reality and truth. Not at all.
for our final song of the evening, which is Brown Skin. Oh, watch. It's going it's to mellow us out for the one time. <laughs> we got mm-hmm. Brown Skin by Doc James. <laughs> <laughs> it's Josh James, baby. Welcome to the future.
right there you go and calm this down you knew we were going to be lit after that conversation so you need to mm-hmm. brown mm-hmm. 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 all right <clears throat> all right so if you are just tuning in you missed the preface to this beautiful beautiful uh finale of a show this evening <laughs> um we are now at the most wonderful time of the show, which is our passion talk with Cicely Victoria. And as she has been doing so wonderfully these last few uh, sessions, she's been buttoning up our conversations with a good life lesson. So tonight, she is going to help clarify for all of us who are a little confused as to how to actually communicate our truth with one another. She's going to break down how to communicate without cutting. And I'm here for it because I think we need that on this evening. (laughs) So for those of us who need a refresher, for those of us who need to learn for the first time, for those of us who just want to share it around, for the people in the back who may have missed it, I would like to introduce to all of you, Miss Cicely Victoria, our very own passion talk provider. Come on, honey. How you doing this evening? (laughs) Hey, baby. Hey, guys. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Yes, you are absolutely right. That was wisdom to bring in that mellow um, music because y'all truly was already lit over there. I heard the entire conversation, baby. And you know not to get fired on the line directly after something like that. It would have been an inferno, okay? It would have been an inferno. But that's all I'm going to say about that. Man, there's so much that I could mm. say to what was said, but all I'm really going to say is, no shade, I agree with Q, okay? And so all that, that, that mm-hmm. that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I, agree, I agree with Q at the end of the day. What we intend has merit, okay? Let's not disregard that. It has merit. Kel, I agree with you too. And I know what men thinking right now, women always stick together. I know him, okay? I know what he is thinking. Okay, but that's all right because, you know, we're going to get some wisdom in the whole thing at the end of the day. What up, Scoop? This is Cicely Victoria, owner and founder of Passion International. My business tree is to help train and equip people to find their voice of identity so they can stop people-pleasing and be empowered, encourage confidence and communication. I'm a certified professional coach and a counselor as well. I am the queen of empowerment, and I set people's lives on fire for a living, and that's why they call me the fire starter. Welcome to Passion Talk, where we're giving you practical tools for everyday living so you can press into your personal power. 
Squad. What up, Kelly Cow? Q and Q and win. I love y'all all. How to communicate without cutting. Let's talk about it, people, okay? So this is going to be a remix version of a little something that we've heard and said, you all, you know, I'm all over the communication. But, you know, I believe it bears repeating in some respects, and, um, you know, we really retain things by way of repetition, so it's really appropriate. At its core, I believe communication should have three tiers. All right, this is one of them note-taking sessions, y'all, okay? So get it out. All right, at its core, I believe communication should have three tiers, and a big reason why successful communication is not taking place is due to missing ingredients or not mastering these three characteristics. Now, I wouldn't say that these uh, three characteristics are um, exhaustive or comprehensive, but they are definitely three main ones that we always want to consider when we desire effective communication. Number one is you you have to have the courage to communicate, okay? You have to have the courage to communicate whatever it is that you need to communicate, so I believe that that's what Tina did right, okay? So she, I think, I believe she stood in her most authentic self, and she gave it, you know, the way that she knew how to give it. <laughs> Ergo, she didn't put on a mask. She didn't give us fantasy win. She gave us the truth of the matter of what it was. And at the end of the day, I pray that that's what we're all asking for, ladies and gentlemen. And about uh-huh. that, you know, TV giving us the fantasy, to, a, to an extent, you had it right, win. But that's the thing, it's like, they feed us, you know, the fantasy, but that's not necessarily what the people want. That is what, you know, they project upon us, but it's not necessarily what we want. But that's a whole nother, uh passion talk. We're getting on to number two. Um, you want to <laughs> desire to clearly transmit a message in communication, you guys, okay? So first you want to have the courage to communicate. That's, you know, first and foremost, of course, to open up and say something. Number two. You have to desire to clearly transmit a message, okay? And I have to say it that way because sometimes people do just want to be heard. They don't necessarily um, care that they're being heard or that the message is being received, okay? So I think for effective communication to take place, you need to desire to clearly transmit a message. Did the message compute on the other side? Number three, you need to accomplish the first two components, without causing harm to yourself or the receiving party. Now, this is where I understand what Wynn was talking about, okay? The brother was bruised. He was uncomfortable in that moment. And he probably was. I'm not going to take that away from him. And that's, I see his point of view um, in that, after all, he is a man, and he has a you know little bit more um, experience in that matter. Nevertheless, Um, at the bottom line of communication for most people is to get what they want, which is the response of what they're looking for, which is not guaranteed all of the time. Hear me clear. But there are strategies that you can implement more readily to encourage a greater level of success. I'll say that again. The bottom line of communication, I would think, is for for most people is to get what they want. And there's no shade in that. Honestly, okay, so it, it, there are ways to do everything, right? But you really do want to get what you want. And what you want, it's not a negative thing, no judgment to it. It's simply the response of what you're looking for. That's what you want, which is not guaranteed all of the time, of course, right, in the way that we want it. 
But there are strategies that you can implement more readily to encourage a greater level of success, okay? I really hope you captured that, all right? Now, I want to leave you with this quote. We talked about this before. It is very unwise to make requests of people that you do not fulfill, all right? So I think that's one of the underlying things in communication we need to remember um, as I proceed. Um, to give this what you need. Okay, I'm sorry, I had a tangent. Um, okay, so it's very unwise to make requests of people that you do not fulfill. So meaning this, you can't request that somebody, um, like, speaks to you in a certain type of way, right, if you're not willing to do the same, or you can't expect somebody to be forthright with you if you're not forthright with them, so on and so forth. So these are the three main things um, I'm going to give you as to – strategies to help you how to communicate without cutting, okay, if you be so inclined to know how to do so. Number one, I want you to measure up the person in the relationship that you are desiring effective communication with, okay? I want you to measure up the person in relationship that you are desiring effective communication with. What does it mean to measure them up? It means that you take into intentional consideration the whole of that individual, okay, the whole makeup of of that person. So, in other words, you shouldn't be communicating with everyone the same type of way. If you are, I want this to be your last day that you do so. Certainly you don't communicate to your spouse the same way you communicate to your boss. I would hope not. Mm-hmm. Certainly you don't communicate to your boss the same way you communicate to your kids. Certainly you don't communicate with your kids the same way you communicate with your best girlfriend, right? So you shouldn't be communicating with everyone the same type of way. So you need to know who these individuals are, right, what type of person they are, what's their personality type, what's their temperament, are they phlegmatic, are they choleric, are they sanguine, are they melancholy, very important, um, people, and if you're not aware of what you are or what they are, free assessments online, okay, take one. What are their idiosyncrasies, okay? What are their quirks? Yes, quirks do matter as it pertains to effective communication. So we talked about the kids already in uh, in the regard of if you have more than one um, child, I'm sure, uh, take you for instance, mm-hmm. um, she does not approach communication the same way with each of her children. I'm certain of it. Why? Because they're all distinct, especially a woman like her. They're all distinct, and she values and honors their distinction and their uniqueness. And therefore, and she doesn't have she doesn't even have to appropriate them in the same way. And that's also something we need to take in mind. Like one size does not fit all in communication. So, yeah, so these things ought to be taken to heart. Um, For some of her children, she may just need to talk with. For some of them, they actually might need a harsher punishment, right, depending on their wiring, depending on their makeup, okay? So you want to study the person enough to know what package will be more readily received. Hear me clearly. Because at the end of the day, right, right, we want to get what we want. So you want to package it and say, I'm not, I'm not suggesting pretension, people. Hear me clearly. I'm not suggesting um, falsitude. Yeah, I just made that word up. I'm not suggesting that, okay? I'm suggesting that you would package it in the way that it would be more readily received and still getting the truth out. Yeah. Regardless of what's comfortable to you, okay, 
take me for instance, all right, I think I gave this um, illustration before. Those who know me really well know clearly, and I will tell them at, at that said point in time, and those who have experienced this know that I've told them this. If you do not have, okay, a defense to bring to me or with evidence in regard to something that you hold as opposed to me, you ought to just go back to where you came from, okay, with that <laughs> until you get some evidence. Because then when you have evidence, I'm going to be willing to hear you out because I'm the type of person that that is how you respect me, right? So you don't say, well, it was a time, but I can't remember the time. Well, it happened, but I can't give you no proof for it. Mm-mm-mm, that ain't going to happen, all right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I want you, okay, with that, that's knowing me well. So I'm not, um, I'm a very approachable person. I'm a very reasonable person, but I'm very just as well. See, that's knowing Sicily well. I'm a big justice person, so I'm fair, okay? So you need to know fairness is really big with me. Okay, so what's fair? Why? Because I would not do that to you, so therefore do not do that to me. Catching it? Okay, so this is knowing the individual that you are in relationship with, all right? Um, You want to, as Q said it so brilliantly, as she always does, she said it earlier, you need to consider the time, tone, and location of this communication, okay? It really is more than half the battle, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. If you just consider, you see the, um, the key word, consider? Consideration is key. All right, ineffective communication, the time, the tone, and the location. When brought it up earlier as well, okay? No, uh, when you are absolutely right, I don't want my man checking me in public or in front of my girls. No, I do not, okay? <laughs> you can do that in private. Don't do it in public because I, I know certainly you don't want, you know, me to do that in front of your boys, right? So women, you're not going um, a big, you know, tip off for men. I'm sure you, you know, got this memo already. Usually not good when it's her time of the month, right, when she's hormonal, okay, when she's PMSing, probably not good um, to, to try to start one, okay, because it will be one. And then for <laughs> men, um, <laughs> you don't want to front on them in public, right, or when they're watching one of their beloved games, okay. Remember the HALT method, okay, not not to do serious communication or try to be effective when you're hungry, when you're angry, when you're lonely, and when you're tired, right? Only people who won't honor this, hear, hear this clearly, only people who won't honor this code are selfish, prideful, bitter, haughty, conceited. And in doing so, they can um, damage an entire relationship. So it's really risky, ladies and gentlemen. None of this strategy will be effective without massive awareness and selflessness. These are the ingredients you have to bring to the party. You got to pay attention, that's awareness, and you have to be selfless, okay? It can't all be about you. And it's really not about getting something off of your chest as much as it is preserving the relationship to the best of your ability and getting a win-win solution. Because then everybody can be served, and any considerate, generous person would want to do that because you already know, what do we say? We all win or nobody plays, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Number two, you need how do you um, communicate without cutting? Lead with kindness. Lead with kindness, especially when it's a hard talk, you guys, um, that will be had. I want you to start by sharing what is going well. 
right? Everything might not be peachy keen, but you do want to compliment them a little bit first, okay? Say something that you're doing right, all right? That would help. I call it put a little sugar on it, okay? Put a little sugar on the words, all right? Just just affirm, <laughs> validate. In coaching, we have something we say, validate and affirm. Affirmation, validation. Affirmation, validation. Affirmation, validation. Okay, write it down. Make a tattoo. Take a picture of it, okay? You want to be able to affirm and to validate, okay? In, in other language, we might say stroke and ego. Hey, I'm not afraid of those terms. Stroking an ego for me, really, at the end of the day, is still getting what I want, but it's in a way that's building the other person up. But guess what? At the end of the day, I'm still going to get what I want. So, you know, you got to just know how to do it. <laughs> it's not the way that it's supposed to be done. It softens the blow. Okay, most people are unforgiving, okay, to to these blows, so you must master this savvily, okay? To soften a blow, this is what you do, you guys. To soften a blow, and when something is misunderstood, I want you to lead with a question as opposed to an exclam- exclamation, okay? Lead with a question. Don't explain anything but inquire. Lead with a question. Don't exclaim but inquire. Instead of telling people what it is, just ask. In other words, just ask. A lot more people are willing to answer a question rather than accept a judgment. Y'all write that down. A lot more people are willing to answer a question rather than accept a judgment. When you explain, when you explain, sorry, it's attacking in nature. It's one-sided and it's emotional at that. When you ask, you demonstrate your humility to not have it all figured out on your own. But it includes the person also, preservation, that you care about to get feedback. Now it's a partnership, okay? It's a collaboration, and it's not a competition. You just lost effective communication when it becomes a competition. Mm. So Mm. asking a question encourages conversation and not accusation. This is the power of questioning. I do it all the time as a coach. Probing. Asking a question encourages conversation, not accusation. No one likes to feel attacked or backed into a corner. So in all communication, consider your intention and consider your motive. In all communication, consider your intention and consider your motive. And if your motive and intention is not really in love and you call yourself caring about this individual, or maybe you don't, I don't know, make that determination. You call yourself caring about this individual that you want to effectively communicate with. If it's not to preserve them in the end, then I suggest that you go back, okay, like I said earlier, go back to where that started. Maybe you need to sit a little while longer on it. Plan it again. And then also reason that everything, take this into account, Everything doesn't have to be shared and verbalized either. Mm. Consider if it's even serious enough to even be necessary to be shared. You don't have to share everything, point blank in the period, okay? You don't. So consider if it's valuable enough to you to even bring it up for conversation. And finally, you guys, number three, how to communicate without cutting. Be flexible with the response. The response on the other side, I tell my clients this all of the time, remember, your job is only to communicate, and what happens on the other side is left up to them and rightfully left up to them. I tell people all the time, you have to give a people a right to their responses. It's theirs to have, just like it was your delivery to give. So don't try to control 
their response is like a witch, okay, because that's what witches do. <laughs> Don't try to mind control people, all right? You are going to say what you have to say and then leave the response up to them. Now, not demanding the response you want, hear me clear, allows for more clarity, more openness, more awareness, more respect at the end of the day because no one likes to be controlled or controlling of their mind. I want you to come with a solution in mind, being flexible with your response. Come with a solution in mind that considers both parties and in humility communicate how you could have contributed to the breakdown as well. How about that? It takes two to tango, okay? So you also could have been a culprit in the matter and not only them. That goes a long way, you guys. Also, where you can consider your own self. Right, a lot of people they'll they'll be less defensive, less willing to hear you out, less uh, having their guards up if you can see yourself in the matter. Also, I promise you they'll be more willing to listen to you in this regard. And this particularly works wonders with Type A individuals and those who have choleric personalities and temperaments. Why? Because they're hard knocks. Okay. Why? Because they're aggressive people, typically. So just like I said earlier, all right, when you have, when you're considering both of us, when you're being fair, right, um, in the instance in these type of individuals, okay, that you can invite them, you know, it's a more inviting conversation. These are the final thoughts I want to leave you with this. Communication, um, Scoop Nation, and Squad is a dance. <laughs> Communication is a dance. It's a mm. dance of partnership. All right? So don't be so quick to step on your partner's toes when you're trying to dance with them. You want to enter selflessly in a dance. You want to allow the other to lead at times in a dance. And if you Mm -hmm. want uh, another instance, you want to hook a certain fish, right, you got to use the right kind of bait. Mm -hmm. So it's really all about getting to know the individual that you are in partnership with, relationship with, for some people, you do have to be stern, and you do have to be like, you know what I'm saying, because they won't hear you any other way. I'm not saying that that is not um, uh, the case for some. You need to know a person like that. For some, you do have to, you know, put more sugar on it than you would like to, but it's going to get you a better response. And it's okay. It doesn't make you less of an individual. It really just makes you smart. Because you know how to, you know, be more savvy. Mm-hmm. So if you do these things, types of uh, types of strategies, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you will master communication, whether verbally, non-verbally, electronically, or otherwise. You can master majority, if not all, of your relationship issues. I really pray that bless you on this evening. Question, comments, or concerns? Oh, that was good. Wonderful, wonderful. I love you guys for life. I know it's getting to the hour, so I'm going to leave you with this. Mm -hmm. Until next time, stay in purpose, stay in power, stay in passion, and stay on fire. You know where to reach me, firestarterpassion at gmail.com. You want to hit up your girl. You've been a part of Passion Talk. We've given you practical tools for everyday living so you can press into your personal power. I love you guys. Go do your homework. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right, guys. Great show tonight. Uh, thank you, Cicely. Thanks, Q, Kells. Um, thanks, Dre, for the hot topic. Tonight was a phenomenal show. Um, don't forget tomorrow, the word on Wednesday. Um, it starts at uh, 7 o'clock. Um, of course, also, if you haven't gone and looked at the new edition of Nouveau Exposure we're cel- magazine, we're celebrating three years. 
to go to www.nouveauexposure.org today and check that out. Also, we are looking for new music, so um, send it to us at globaldriveradio at gmail.com. And last but definitely not least, if you have not registered for the Level Up Conference, you need to do it today. Um, we also only limit a certain amount of seats. You better make sure you get yours. Um, so go to www.levelupchicago.com. Um, 30 seconds. Y'all got anything real quick y'all need to say? Have an amazing week. Be productive. <laughs> All right. And don't forget don't forget the Curvy Kitten sales. See, you got any sales right. going on? Nope. Nope. Go to Elegance by Design to buy you some products. Get your skin white. It's getting cold outside, so don't have a back in your heels crusted over. Then tell me where you're here, love. If you could just have a good leave week. it, I should just stand it while you're standing here. First you say you're with me, and then you try to diss me. So I try to keep it low when you knock me to the floor, because I don't want to cry with Would you please?